You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the 299th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford. Stay tuned for my interview with Adam Lieb, co-founder and CEO of Astro House, the makers of the FreeWrite Smart Typewriter, a distraction-free writing device. And if you usually tune into this podcast to listen to interviews with writers or authors, which has been 298 episodes thus far, I would encourage you not to just delete this episode without listening. This is a really fascinating interview. And if you're a writer who has struggled with distractions when you're writing, looking at the internet and other distractions, you may want to take a listen to this interview with Adam Lieb, co-founder and CEO of Astro House and makers of the FreeWrite Smart Typewriter. Stay tuned for the interview. If you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to get more books into your busy life. Listen to audiobooks during your commute, while doing chores, walking the dog, or just relaxing at home. All you need is a smartphone and the free Libro.fm app. If you already love audiobooks and don't know what to listen to next, check out recommendations and curated lists from people who know audiobooks best, your local bookseller. Reading and Writing Podcast Special Offer. Get two audiobooks for the price of one with your first month of membership with code RWPODCAST. That's code RWPODCAST for two audiobooks for the price of one for your first month of membership at Libro.fm. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. I have a special episode today. I'm not interviewing a New York Times bestselling writer. I'm interviewing someone who has built a device to help writers and authors and poets and screenplay writers create and write their latest works. Adam Lieb is the CEO of Astro House. Astro House developed and launched the FreeWrite Smart Typewriter device, and they have a brand new device launching the FreeWrite Traveler. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, before we talk about Astro House's distraction-free writing devices, can you just give us a little bit of background about yourself? What was your background and career path before you started working on the free write? Yeah, I definitely took a probably non-traditional route to um, making consumer electronics, but I graduated with a mechanical engineering degree with a focus in product design uh, quite a while ago. But you know, of course, as one does with those 
those degree that degree, I went straight into investment banking. So I worked in New York in investment banking for for about four years. This was this was right at the the peak of the recession. Um, got my got a lot of lessons uh, through that experience. Ultimately, decided that you know I knew it wasn't going to be a, a long term career, and I I left under my own volition, which was you know I was very fortunate to be able to do, and um, took a little bit of time off, and then actually started my first company, which was actually a nutrition. And uh, that company, of all things, um, it's sort of, you know, I, I I think of it like, you know, that's really where I cut my teeth in, in sort of, you know, real entrepreneurship. I mean, I'd been, you know, sort of, you know, selling stuff, buying and selling stuff for a long time ever since, you know, even eBay started a long time ago. But um, my nutrition company was sort of the first time I really tried to put a product together from scratch and a brand together. Um, that sort of petered out and at the same time when that was sort of kind of on the down, um, my co-founder Patrick and I came up with this idea for a distraction-free writing tool. And we didn't start working on it right away, but it sort of sat in the back of my mind as something that was super interesting. It just felt like it had all the makings of a really interesting project. I didn't think of it as some big product or something that I was going to spend the next five or six years on, but it did feel like it was super timely. It had some really interesting components. It allowed me to sort of get back into making things again. And um, and also it, it seemed like a perfect candidate for Kickstarter. So that was what was super exciting to me. And I just, you know, eventually um, in, in December 2014 is when we launched our first Kickstarter, which was for the Hemingwright project, which is what we called it back then. And um, super successful and, you know, quite literally kickstarted our our, our whole company into what it is today. Well, that's a great story. Well, for those listeners who aren't familiar with your original uh, FreeWrite Smart Typewriter, can you describe what the FreeWrite Smart Typewriter is exactly and how it differs from like a cheap laptop or a Chromebook? Yeah, FreeWrite, we call it a distraction-free writing tool. And we did that very purposefully because we wanted to differentiate the product from really anything else, any other modern consumer electronic that people were using. So unlike a laptop or a tablet, there's no email, there's no browser, there's no notifications. So there's really nothing to sort of pull you out of the writing process. And and we thought that that was super important. We also went to sort of, you know, more extremes. And instead of, you know, we thought about the laptop as sort of this great multi-purpose tool. And, but at the same time, it doesn't have all of the best components for writing itself. So what we did in, in creating the free write is we put in a much better keyboard. So it has Cherry MX Browns, which are sort of like this really great tactile um, keyboard switch, uh, mechanical keyboard switch. We put in uh, e- an e-ink screen. So, you know, I've, I've been super obsessed with the Kindle ever since it came out. I'm a huge fan. I've, I've probably sold more Kindles for, for Amazon than I'd care to <laughs> like to admit, but um, it's just, it, it has this great visual experience, very high contrast. It works outside and it looks like paper. And so, you know, we're taking sort of these other technologies that have been used for other products and putting them into a new device that both marries the simplicity of old devices and with the fact that it's digital documents and your, your documents are then being saved and ultimately being uploaded to the cloud. And so that was the original concept for the free, right? Um, we, we really just wanted to provide sort of this ultimate drafting tool. 
And so within that, we also made it even more specific. So it wasn't even just that it was a writing tool, but it was also sort of this super specific tool for the drafting part of the writing process, because we didn't even allow people to do any editing. Like there is no, there are no real editing capabilities on the device other than the backspace key. There's no arrow keys. There's no copy and paste. There's no formatting. It's it's extremely, extremely pared down with the idea that you draft on this device top to bottom, and then you edit later in your computer, in your computer. And so in that way, we weren't trying to, you know, replicate or take away from, you know, people's current, uh, you know, computer process. What we're trying to do is augment that with sort of this really specific tool that would be a hundred percent focused on drafting and, and thus could really improve that experience and ultimately improve, you know, people's writing productivity. So I'm curious, have you ever given any thought to, uh, going back and updating the software to allow some arrow keys? Cause I know that I I've, I've noticed people's comments online and that's one comment that comes up quite often. Of course, we've thought about it. You know, the big shift since um, releasing the Traveler concept is that we are implementing arrow keys. And so there is, um, you can use the new plus WASD, which is, you know, kind of how gamers typically use their arrow keys. But there is a way to sort of move the cursor around on the Traveler. And I'm, you know, I think the reason that we did that is that I think one thing that we realized is that it's not all about this very specific creative writing process. And and I think we wanted to open up the product for people that have not just different processes, but also they're writing for different types of, you know, content. So I think, you know, I'm really actually very curious to see how that changes the experience for customers. I'm not really, I, I really like the free write as it sits today. And Mm -hmm. I think there's some sort of magic to it in that it is so sort of extreme in the way that it was designed. And, you know, even myself, like every time I use it, I kind of like have that experience where I'm like, oh, wow, this like actually works. (laughs) You know, you have to like, you have to make that mental leap. And sometimes it takes like 30 seconds or a minute, or maybe even two minutes for your brain to sort of like switch off that, that like knowingness that it can't edit. And then once it sort of like remembers that that's not really a problem and you can just keep going, it really sort of unleashes this unusual amount of writing productivity that that even I, I find it very hard to replicate otherwise. And so I'm hoping that the traveler still provides that experience, but I'm just not so, I'm not, I'm not eager to change free write, you know, as sure, it is today. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to circle back for a moment because we talked about earlier uh, your career and how you were working with this nutritional company, or, or it was your company, um, and then and then you were working with with your partner and had this idea for the original Hemming Right, which became the Free Right. And I just wonder, can you can you talk about the kind of gestation and the building process because? Um, it's one thing to talk about these devices and this distract distraction free free writing device that people can purchase, but it's a completely different thing for a small company to design and build a consumer electronic device and have the kind of consistency of production. And I'm just wondering, first, can you talk about the 
original idea. And then also I wonder about kind of just the design and, 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 you know, the manufacturing process uh, to build multiples of these machines. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So the concept started as a conversation and, at the time, my co-founder Patrick and I were actually, we were working, I was working on my nutrition company. He was working on a, a, a solar calculator widget. So, I mean, two things that could not be more different, but I think the thing that we connected on was sort of this love of productivity and process. And we just happened to be sitting across from each other in, in an incubator space in Detroit. And he was telling me about some distraction free writing software that he used to just you know, write essays. Um, he's very politically minded and, and the essays that he wrote, um, were, he he found it really beneficial to use the software because it actually disabled the backspace key. And, and so when he told me that, I just thought that was the craziest thing. And, and (laughs) I didn't know, (laughs) like, I'd never heard of, I mean, I just couldn't even imagine why you'd want to do that. And so that really led us down this whole path of talking about this writing philosophy where, you sort of draft top to bottom and then edit later in a separate session. And there's this, you know, there's research and there's, there's a lot of people that, you know, you know, I've later found out that this is actually taught in, in most, if not all, uh, MFA programs, you know, there, and and in some cases they're actually taught, don't use punctuation, don't use capitalization, like just put the words on the page, don't use spell check. And, you know, the idea being that you want to separate sort of this critical process from the creative process. And, and, and when you do that, it really helps you get into this, you know, quote unquote flow state. And so I just thought that was such an interesting concept. And and it really got me thinking to how, how I was taught to write, you know, growing up, I, I'm not a professional writer by any stretch. Um, you know, I think everyone as a student, you know, middle school, high school, college has, is forced you know, to write papers. And I think of myself as someone that I think I always struggled with that, you know, especially having sort of like an engineering mind. And so, you know, he was telling me about this process and, you know, sort of at the same time, and this is, you know, the weird way that my brain works, but at the same time I was thinking about making stuff and it's like, wow, you know, if you're using your, your computer with the software to sort of like dumb it down and all these other writers are using this distract different types of distraction free writing software, like how cool would it be if there was like a dedicated writing device that had this cool e-ink screen? Again, like I was obsessed with Kindle, Kindles, had a really cool mechanical keyboard because that was something I'd also been looking at and also had this seamless backup to the cloud. And so again, like also super obsessed with, with Dropbox and just how well it worked. So there were these three things that I was just, you know, happened to be really interested in at the time and sort of they all kind of came together in this initial conversation of like, how cool would it be to have this, you know, distraction-free writing tool that incorporated these three really unusual elements that would make it very different than any kind of laptop or any other modern writing device or even vintage writing device. And so that was the original concept. We didn't do anything about it for a while. I think we we sat on it for several months. We Again, we were both working on different projects. And at some point, both of our startups sort of were hitting the wall. And, um, you know, this device had just sort of, this idea sort of just stuck with me. And so, you know, I sort of brought it up to him again. I'm like, hey, like, would you want to work on this? Like, maybe we could put a prototype together and see what happens. And that that was really as far as it got in terms of my thinking. 
Um, ultimately, we picked a hardware competition called Engadget Insert Coin to sort of give ourselves like a little bit of framework of you know uh, a deadline so that we could work towards. Otherwise, you know, we could just spend forever, you know, making prototypes and iterating and not really showing anyone. So we both knew that we we had to put some framework around it to give ourselves some some pressure. We we entered this competition. Thankfully, the competition was not very well attended. We managed to, you know, get to like the semifinalist or even finalist round. We ended up going to New York and in, and during that process, the the concept went viral. And we got tons and tons of press both you know, domestically, internationally, we got tons of people writing into us and telling us how much they loved it, how much they hated it, you know, everything. And that really just kind of spurred us on and said, you know, we were like, well, there's something here. I don't, we don't know what, but, you know, let's do a Kickstarter and see if people are really willing to pay for it. And so we quickly put together a Kickstarter over four or six weeks. We launched this December 10th, 2014. And we ended up raising $200,000 in the first 20 hours of the campaign, which was very exciting. And, you know, very quickly we went from, wow, this is going to be a fun project to like, oh God, we actually need to figure out how to make this thing. And um, as you can imagine, like, so my background is a mechanical engineer, his background, software engineer, you know, those two things are a lot, but they're not nearly enough to make a full scale, you know, custom consumer electronic device and and mass manufacture it. So we had a lot to figure out. We had a lot to learn. We had to create the electronics. We had to, you know, hire people. We had to create a brand and websites and e-commerce and so many different things. I spent a lot of time in China. Um you know, and then there's a whole product development process that we went through basically from January 2015 to when we first had units in hand, I think February or March of 2016, and then ended up shipping sort of all of them out, I think around April of 2016. So it took us a little over a year. And actually, in hindsight, I realized how fast that was given that was our first project. But um, it's a long, tedious, complicated process. Um, And it really requires working with a lot of different types of people, a lot of different types of engineers and experts across, you know, multiple, multiple different fields to get it all across the finish line. And were your Kickstarter backers, were they uh, patient as you went through that process? You know, the more, the majority are, you know, it's the silent majority that you have to sort of remind yourself exist because yeah, you get a lot of feedback about people that are you know, angry, or they tell you that you're just stealing their money, or it's a conspiracy, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists, you know, they try to piece (laughs) together, you know, little bits and pieces of things they hear, they hear online and say like, Oh, you know, this is an, this is the reason why they're not telling anyone about this or like, Oh, you know, like, you know, here's this guy, like I saw him on Instagram and he's doing this thing. Like, that's why they're not working. You know, I, which they're actually hilarious because they're so far off base that it's, pretty comical. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and it, it teaches you a lot. I, I actually did a lot of our sort of customer service, I think the first year. Mm-hmm. So I really, I was the one that was responding to everybody's comments and I was trying to build the thing at the same time, which I would not recommend anybody do. Yeah. That's, I mean, that I think sounds nightmarish to be honest. It is. And, and now honestly, like I really, I'm very militant about not even opening my customer support 
um, like portal. Like I, I really right. depend on our customer support person. I mean, we only have one person, but I, I depend on her to, to manage that and to like really shield the product team from sort of people's gripes because right. it gets it like, no matter how much you are like, no matter how thick your skin, like it gets into your head. And even if you don't get upset, it just sort of takes your attention away from, from actually being productive. And so, yeah, I think you have to be super mindful of that and, and how it affects you and, you know, know that you're doing the best you can and ultimately that you're going to deliver on what you say, but, um, you just have to be super careful about it. Because the reality is there are huge numbers of consumer electronic devices that are kickstarted that never see the light of day. Definitely. Yeah. And it's, I mean, because you have exactly what you just described. You have people who've never gone through that process of all of the engineers, software, hardware, and then, and then the mass manufacturing. And, um, that's not, that's not a simple process. No, by any means. And it it requires us, you know, it, it, if you're trying to make consumer electronics, I mean, you have to have engineers that are focused on, you know, all these different disciplines, whether it's, you know, electronic design, you know, circuit design, PCB design, you know, RF, you know, EMI certification, packaging, you know, mechanical design. I mean, all of those things, you can do them poorly, but someone has to pay attention to them. And so, you know, a lot of people just get tripped up because they don't realize how much goes into it and, you know, how much one little feature or change ends up sort of trickling through the entire process and and causes delays and, you know, cost overruns and that kind of thing. And also, I mean, it's just, it can be hard to manage. I mean, without having good partners, I mean, we couldn't do this with good part without good partners. That's just how it is. You know, we cannot, we could not hire an internal team to do everything. So that means we have to have partners. And so, you know, and we've been, I wouldn't say burned, but we've had to fire partners before. And that's a when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org really hard process, um, especially if you've never gone through that before. If you don't know, like, well, what is the right way that the, what, how, how are they supposed to be working right now? Like, you know, unless you actually know that it's hard to know, like if they're steering you down the wrong path or, you know, making too many mistakes or not having good project management, it's hard to know that without actually going through it before. So it, it's, 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 yeah, it's a very tricky yeah. path, but it's obviously not impossible. Um, sure. you know, so, so going back to, to the devices, um, 
we we talked about it's a distraction free writing device and it's it's uh primary use in your mind is for drafting new material with minimal editing functions and you mentioned very briefly that uh the documents are uploaded to the cloud can you just talk about that a little bit more so that people listening have a sense of you're using this device which is a freestanding um device that appears to be somewhat similar to uh, a mechanical keyboard with the e-ink screen so that you can see what you're typing. But then can you talk about the process of the cloud process? Yeah, definitely. We designed the device so that it works very seamlessly with the cloud. And that doesn't mean that it it entirely relies, relies on an internet connection because it doesn't. You know, this is also something that was very important. I think some people uh, misunderstand so it works perfectly well while when whether you're connected or disconnected because we want people to be able to write you know wherever they feel inspired. And so both the traveler and the free write have a Wi-Fi connection, but everything that you write is always saving in real time to flash storage on the device locally. And then later when you're connected to the network, it is going to be backing up to the cloud. So it doesn't send everything there in in terms of like it leaves the device and goes to the cloud, it it's backing up to the cloud. And that's a really important distinction. And the idea is that because it's a drafting tool, we wanted to make it so that you could very simply pivot to your computer to edit and publish and do all of the other things that you need to do. Because we understand like this is just a device for part of the writing process, like completely understand that. And so what we want to do is make it so that the writing process is, is, is very simple. You use the device to do your drafting. You draft ideally top to bottom. Now, now Traveler actually has some additional editing capabilities with the with the arrow keys, but still, you're you're meant to be drafting top to bottom, and then you can have it sync up to either Google uh, Google Drive, Evernote, or Dropbox, and you can then very quickly pivot and open your document right there in any of those three uh, cloud services. You also can download it from directly from our cloud service, which is called Postbox. So you can get a PDF, you can get a text document, you can send it specifically to one of those cloud services. But you know, in its most simple form, it's you draft on the device and you open the document in one of those cloud services later to do all of your editing and 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 eventually publish the document. So again, trying to remove as much as much friction from the writing process as possible. And you know, you don't have to be connected, but when you do get connected the next time, everything's going to sync up and and it's going to be exactly where you expect it to be. Great. Well, as we've mentioned a few times, you're launching a brand new product, the FreeWrite Traveler. Can you explain the Free FreeWrite Traveler and how it differs from the original FreeWrite device? So the FreeWrite Traveler is our latest product and now the FreeWrite line. So we started with the FreeWrite Smart Typewriter, as we mentioned, which you know really introduced this entire concept of sort of a modern writing tool that's distraction-free. And it had all these great elements, e-ink, mechanical keyboard, syncing into the cloud. And we've had great success. We've had about 100 million words been written on devices worldwide. We've had you know countless books and screenplays have been written on the device. Um, and I think you know as soon as we made the free write, it's, it's a monolith. It's about four pounds. It doesn't fold. I call it like semi-portable. It's more sturdy than it is you know super portable. And, and, and we consciously made those design choices. But I think you know I think even for myself, like we wanted I wanted to some have something that I could still have that really focused distraction free writing experience, 
but also something that was very portable. And so that's really the the gist of what Traveler is. It takes the best of sort of this distraction free writing experience, and in and in most cases, the software is very very similar. But it also puts it into a very small, slim folding form factor. So the Traveler is about half the size of a laptop. It's around 1.5 pounds, and it's very, very easy to take it wherever you need to go. And so, and and not only that, um, it also still has this great e-ink screen, and it has a new scissor switch keyboard with a lot of really, it has about two and a half millimeters of travel, which is significantly more than any other laptop out there right now, and um, really gives you that great tactile experience. So, you know, we did our best to create the best possible laptop style scissor switch style keyboard keep the e-ink screen of course it still syncs to the cloud and so you know you're kind of getting the best of both worlds um and for the people that want to be able to take their you know distraction free writing device on the go very very simply and so you know we're not stopping production of the the original free write we think of them as complements to each other and we've had a lot of people purchase both um so we're really excited i mean i think we've been working on this product very very diligently for the last two years almost now which is hard for me to imagine, but, um, you know, we're really super proud of how it turned out. And I think like people are going to really find it to be super duper useful. I mean, for anyone that actually wants to be able to write a little bit more portably. And was that the, the biggest design reason for developing the, the traveler was the portability? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is the key, like differentiator I'd say between Freeride and traveler. Um, you know, there are some additional software features as we've discussed, like it has the arrow key functionality and it also has a new document manager. So what we're trying to do is like add a little bit more self-administering of like document management to the traveler. And so I think that's, it's pretty cool. Like you can archive documents, you can shred documents, you can move them for, you can move documents from A to B or B to C in terms of the, we've, there's three folders on the device. And so there's just a little bit more sort of a self-administration of the documents so that, you know, if people are really off grid, they can sort of manage that entirely on the device. Great. Well, I know there's a very active free write community online. Obviously, as we mentioned earlier, you launched the original free write smart typewriter, which was the Hemming write on Kickstarter. Um, but your YouTube channel is very active and your social media channels. And I know that there are published writers who are using and loving their free write devices. And as you mentioned, there have been hundreds of thousands of words uh created and written on free write devices. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the free write success stories with, with writers? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think we, we've had over a hundred million words been written on free write devices. I'm super excited to see sort of how that number jumps once traveler is released. Uh, we, you know, I don't, I think we, we've had a lot of stories and we're, we've been trying to to publicize them more because, you know, we, we actually have a very small team. Um, we went from four people to six people just in August, um, which is great. So now we actually have a, we have a dedicated marketing person, which I think is, you know, probably you're seeing the results of a lot more activity, you know, on social and in YouTube and, and all these different places. Um, I don't know if I have any like super specific examples other than the fact that, you know, 
we just try to highlight as many authors that are using our devices as possible. And, um, you know, I think you can, we try to post, you know, get them to post their testimonials and say like, you know, what has this done for you? And, um, you know, and usually what we're finding is that people say that it, you know, doubles or sometimes even triples their writing output, which is obviously so awesome to hear. I mean, I think the biggest thing for us is to make sure that this product is a real writer's tool. You know, I think when we first launched it, people were like, eh, I don't know, is this a real thing? Or is this just like a nostalgic, you know, toy or something? But you know, we designed it, you know, first and foremost as a real writer's tool. And so, you know, that's, that's what's most important to us. And I think, you know, if you look on our YouTube page, um, you know, everything's under Astro House if you want to check it out. But if you look at our, our YouTube channel under Astro House, you'll see, you know, quite a few, you know, real testimonials from customers that have been using them. And, um, you know, Steven Seville is one, one example, um, who has been, you know, successfully using the free ride to write their, write their books. Great. Well, I'm curious, have you or someone on your team used the FreeWrite Traveler in public? Because the, the form factor for these devices is pretty unique. And I know I've gotten a lot of comments whenever I use my FreeWrite smart typewriter outside of my home office. I'm curious what the reaction has been for the Traveler. Obviously, we're in a pandemic, but I was curious. Yeah, we. I haven't taken out the final, final um, device yet. And actually, I've only received sort of the pr- final production product um, recently in the last couple of weeks. So, but that being said, we took the prototype um, that you see in all the, you know, the promotional materials, we took that to book expo and book con and um, you know, it's, and it was, you know, right next to our, our free ride smart typewriter. And uh, it was pretty interesting to see people's experiences. And I think, you know, one thing that we were maybe concerned with was that, you know, here's this new product, it's sort of more laptop like, you know, maybe that'll fit with fit, fit in, you know, people's, you know, sort of design sensibilities more, but it, it didn't actually seem like it seemed like people just had sort of their preference and it really depended on how people did their own writing. And I think that was our hope, but we weren't actually sure that that was how it was going to end up. I think, you know, there's some people that you know, write in very specific locations, like they have a, you know, writing cottage or they, you know, write in their closet or, you know, we've heard, we've heard everything. And if there's one thing that I've learned through this entire process is that everybody has some sort of distraction-free method, you know, whether it's using, you know, pen and paper or they use distraction-free writing software, or they do actually use an old typewriter. Everybody, every writer has to have something that they do to help them stay focused. And so, yeah, I mean, having the traveler out, it's been, you know, back when we we did this book book expo and book con, it was super fun to sort of see people's reactions and like how they took to it versus the original free write. But, you know, I think I think it, it remains to be seen what people actually say. I think you know one of the things that we also thought about in designing Traveler is trying to, you know, think about the industrial design of you know in terms of how can we make something that still has our you know brand in mind, but also sort of maybe is a little bit less provocative in terms of like being so different. And so I think we, we straddle that line really well. I, I think the traveler, well, it's, it's still very eye catching, maybe too eye catching, <laughs> but it's still, it's super sleek. It's, you know, it, it obviously has its folding. So it, it's sort of, you know, kind of laptop esque, but it very much is an Astro house free write product. And I think that we're super excited about that. And so, you know, we've always, it, you know, one sort of funny byproduct of the free write, the original free write design is that, 
you know, we've heard from a lot of people, I think you, you mentioned it as well. Like when people take it out to coffee shops, like they, you know, they can't stop getting, you know, bothered by people asking them what it is or could they try it or all these things. And so, <laughs> you know, like, uh, that was obviously a sort of an unintended consequence of making a, a very provocative design, but, you know, um, I, you know, we'll see if that still is the case with traveler. Yeah. Well, you mentioned marketing earlier in your very active YouTube channel. I'm curious, and I, you know, my day job is not this podcast. My day job is in marketing. I'm curious, have you uh, ever thought about trying to get a free ride smart typewriter to um, some really well-known writers like a Stephen King or a Lee Child? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'm like sort of embarrassed because we just... I think we've been such a product focused team for so long. And like I said, you know, Nicole actually just recently joined us, joined our team, and she's actually the first full-time dedicated marketer that we've ever had, which is, you know, wild since we actually started in in 24 December 24. Well, we started in November 2014. So, we've went for, you know, 5 plus years without a real full-time marketer. And so, you know, we've sort of just sort of, I, we've sort of just taken opportunities that have come our way and we've been super fortunate in having a lot of opportunities. I mean, we've been, you know, blessed by lots of press and sort of, you know, doing a lot to, to support that. Um, we've had, we've had some pretty high level. I mean, we've, we've certainly had some A-level uh, writers and, and, and celebrities buy our product before, um, you know, Don Porter has been, you know, has, has published, uh, has, has put it on Instagram. Um, we've had some other people that are a little more quiet about it that I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm supposed to say or not. Um, <laughs> but we've had, we, we yeah, maybe, have, maybe had, you don't want to say, but one, one that literally just came to mind, I wasn't even thinking about this beforehand mm-hmm. is Tom Hanks, who is a huge, uh, typewriter fan. Yeah. So Tom Hanks is a customer of ours. He was actually okay. one of our first customers. Um, and so, yeah, we've had, we've had people like that. I wish they would talk a little bit more about it, but yeah, right. I think we're still trying to figure out how we can like work with people like that. Um, yeah, yeah. and, uh, yeah, so we're still trying, we're trying to yeah, figure yeah. it out. Well, I'm, I'm curious, um, if someone is on the more technology or geek side, can you run through the specs of the new free ride traveler? Yeah. Um, well, what, what would you like to know? Well, I mean, if someone's listening and just, you know, I mean, you, you mentioned e, e-ink screen and you mentioned yep. what, what was the type of keyboard? I'm not a keyboard expert. so Yeah, so it's a scissor switch keyboard. I mean, laptop keyboards have been, you know, in the technology news for quite a while now because of people's disdain for Macs keyboards. And they, you know, they came out, I think it was maybe 2016 or 17 um, with their butterfly keyboard, which you know, almost universally was hated by, by customers <laughs> around the world. And what the byproduct of that is those keyboards have extremely low travel. Um, so on the order of maybe some of them have less than a millimeter of keyboard travel, the original, the, the MacBooks have, I think 0.8 millimeters of, of, of travel, which means that when you press the key, the, the, the difference between the top and sort of the quote unquote bottom of the key press is 0.8 millimeters. And so what that actually means is it, it feels like you're kind of like typing on a piece of wood or something and ver- versus um, a, a mechanical keyboard, which has something on the order of like four millimeters of travel. So huge difference there. And and also when you're a touch typist with 
a mechanical keyboard, you're actually sort of trained to not press all the way down until it stops. You really are trying to just press it down so that it registers. Um, and in that way, like you're never actually like hitting the bottom of the keyboard. Um, but anyway, that's, that's sort of like advanced mechanical keyboard <laughs> in the weeds. So, so one question about the, the, yeah. the, the technology spec. So you mentioned that there's flash storage that saves while you're writing. If you're not yep. connect, if you're not, if you, if you're out of a Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi range. So can you give people a sense of like document, you know, how many documents can be stored locally? Um, that, that type of thing. Yeah. So we say that there's room for over a million plus pages of documents. Um, so we try not to get too focused on like actual technology specs, like gigabytes or sure, amount of, sure. of yeah, RAM. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there, like I said, there's there's room for over a million documents on the device. Um, there's, we say over four weeks of battery life. And that's something that we're still, you know, constantly working to improve. And that that's, we sort of have a, you know, disclaimer that's with like regular usage. Right. Um, you know, because the cool thing about e-ink is that you, it doesn't require power unless you're actually updating the screen. Got it. And so we can make the device super low power, um, which is great. And then, um, yeah, it's a six-inch e-ink display. Um, really great uh, mechanical keyboard. Uh, sorry, not mechanical keyboard. A scissor switch keyboard. Right. Um, that has two and a half millimeters of travel, which is, I think, probably the most amount of travel in any modern laptop keyboard. And so people are really going to feel that difference. Um, It's it's very different in terms of actual tactile feel of the keyboard. Um, It's less than two pounds, and um, and less. It's about an inch at the at the thickest, and significantly less than than an inch on the side, since it sort of has like a bow shape on the top. And so it's it's very svelte. That's great. Well, I I know that you're, you know, you said you've been working for two years and it's just come out, the free ride traveler. Um, I'm curious, have you thought at all beyond that in terms of your product pipeline? Have you thought, um, are you going to do other types of devices and other form factors? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I have a long list of, okay. <laughs> of products. Um you know, I can't r- r- divulge anything yet, but, okay. um, yeah, you know, I think we're constantly trying to think of, you know, the next product and the next improvement. I mean, uh, I'm still trying to breathe from, you know, two years of very hard work, uh, on this product, but, um, yeah, we, we always have, you know, do, new developments and I, you know, I don't want to say anything because yeah, of course. And, and people get in their heads like, oh, I'm not going to buy this one because I'm going to buy the next one. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. we don't know. There's, we don't know when the next one's going to be. So it could be years um, and years. It could be years, and and more likely than not, it's going to be something that's that's not going to replace Traveler or Freeride. So um, we're we're very, I I mean, Traveler. You know, the first generation of Traveler that's coming out is far superior than the first generation of, of free ride. So we're very proud of that. And I think like we have a great hardware platform and, and we also have the ability to do over the air updates with, with software. So um, we're going to be constantly improving the software with traveler and that's really going to be our focus, um, you know, from, for, for the foreseeable future. Great. Well, if someone is intrigued and interested about the free ride traveler, where should they go online to learn more about this new distraction free riding device? 
Yeah, everything is at getfreewrite.com forward slash traveler with one L. So that's getfreewrite.com is our you know main e-commerce website. Um, there you can check out Freewrite. You can check out the trip, the new traveler. You can check out some of the accessories that we have, some of the testimonials, and you can see how people are actually using the devices in in their writing process. And so, yeah, if anybody is interested, you know, I'd encourage you to go to getfreewrite.com forward slash traveler. We only ever make sort of limited batch runs. Um, and we do, despite my best efforts, we do end up running out of stock. And so, um, you know, I just encourage people to check it out, you know, as soon as they can. Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Adam Lieb, the CEO of Astro House. Astro House's free ride traveler has just launched as we've been discussing. And Adam, thanks for doing this interview. This has been really great. Thanks so much. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.